Hi, you guys. Good morning. It's Yaz. Today, I wanted to talk to something um, with regard to something positive. Um, I know you could say, well, how could something be positive when it comes to the coronavirus pandemic? But you have to remember in life, sometimes out of something bad, sometimes something good comes out of it. And what I mean by that, I'm not saying that this is a good thing, but what I mean by that is a lot of people have contacted me and told me that because of what's going on in the world with the pandemic virus and emotions are running high, people are scared, there's anxiety that's going on. They've been, people have reached out to them, people from their past, and were checking on them to make sure they were okay. Uh, one of my friends said that, you know, her ex contacted her, who she used to fight with all the time and was being nice to her more than she had ever seen before in her life. Another person reached out to me and she told me that somebody that she was uh, talking to on and off for two years finally came to her and said to her, you know, uh, I I realize, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking and I realize that, you know, I, I, I want you to be my wife and everything like that. But the point I'm trying to bring out is that sometimes when we are put into kind of a crisis situation, we start to stand back and we, we think about life. During, before this whole pandemic, Everybody was in full throttle, busy with work, right? Busy with with children or busy worrying about our relationships or trying to make money to survive in the economy. Everybody was on, you know, overdrive. With the pandemic, everybody now has kind of stepped back. A lot of people are in quarantine or you should be in quarantine right now, okay, uh, to prevent the spread of this pandemic. And I understand that they're trying to open up the U.S. Uh, my friends in the hospital already told me that they're getting ready for the second wave of patients that will come in, okay, because we, we've seen it happen, you know. Um, we, we saw what went on in Italy, and in other areas where social distancing wasn't followed the way it should have been, okay? Just how quickly and easily this virus can spread. But the point I'm trying to get at is we we came back in our lives, we took a step back, we have more free time on our hands, and we're able to think about our lives, we're able to sit there and meditate and without the worries of having to rush to work, without the other kinds of worries that we we were used to, now we kind of, we're worrying more about, you know, when this is all going to end. And like I said, we have to ride it out, okay? Nobody knows exactly when it will end, but in my opinion, it's going to be a while, okay? It's kind of like what we went through with the Spanish flu in 1918. Um, and, you know, you just have to kind of accept it and you have to just get through it and do the best you can for yourself to prepare yourself, 
you know, whether it's, you know, being prepared food-wise, money-wise, you know, just being an emotional support for your family. And what happens when we take a step back is that we start to think about our lives. We start to think about the people that have been in our lives, our ex-husbands, our ex-boyfriends, our ex-girlfriends, our ex-partners. And we, we think about, you know, where has our life gone? Then we think about the important people that were in our lives. And in a lot of cases, people reach out to them. You may hear from exes. You may not hear from them. It really depends on your relationship, the relationship that you had with them. Like I had one friend who told me that she felt that she was contacted by this person who she calls her twin flame, okay? If any of you are spiritual out there, that's kind of like, you know, you're two souls, but you know, you're you're kind of like the same, you know? And it's almost like a soulmate in a way. And for a long time, she struggled with this guy. And he really was the kind of guy that, you know, he was hard to nail down. You know, he was the kind that was talking to a lot of women and everything like that. And she reached out to me and she's like, I can't believe it. You know, he came up to me. He was like, you know, I want to marry you. And she was like, you know, what brought this on? And he's he said to her, you know, I just been thinking about life and I want to be happy. And, you know, this, my friends, probably would have not occurred this soon, if not for the coronavirus pandemic, okay? It makes people realize what is important in your life. Who are the people that are important in your life? Where was my life going? I need to reassess my life. And when things do kind of slowly come back to normal, do I really want to continue living the way I was living or do I want to change things in my life and, and you know, make things better in my life by being around different people that could uplift me? Was I going in a circle? Was I picking the same type of partners and going nowhere? But the point of this whole podcast is that with everything that we're dealing with, all the negative, okay, that we're dealing with, that the whole world is dealing with, with this pandemic. And I am not even going to get into politics because I have my own views, my own take on what exactly is going on here, but I'm not going to put it on this podcast, okay? But you just need to open your minds up as to what is going on in the world, okay? And you need to open your minds up and kind of meditate and think about your lives and think about the people that have been in your lives and think about, you know, could you reignite that with that person? Has that person from the pandemic, um, coronavirus pandemic, kind of been enlightened in a sense to realize that you are important to them? That, you know what? They don't want to lose you because I've seen it in a lot of, not a lot, but a couple of people that I know where they telling me that 
you know, people have reached out to them, people that they would never think have reached out to them because of the pandemic and they were thinking about them or they kind of reached out to people and they kind of humbled themselves and they were, you know, trying to help them and, you know, they were being kind, you guys, they were being kind because when you're in a situation and you see, you know, people dying and everything like that, you think about, you know, you don't worry about the petty stuff. You worry about the important stuff. And you say to yourself, you know, maybe I haven't been right with that person. You know, maybe I haven't really given that person a chance. So you see where I'm going with this? It kind of, you know, it's almost kind of like a spiritual awakening. You you kind of open your mind up and you, you start to realize, you know, what's really important with what's going on? Who really is important, okay? Because, you know, you see people that are fighting for their lives and then you think about your problems and you say to yourself, boy, what something that I made such a big deal really is not a big deal compared to people that are losing their lives. People that were perfectly okay and a week later are passing away. That's how fast life can change, you guys. That's how fast it can change. So you have to value people that are important in your life, okay? And you have to reevaluate yourself and just think about your own actions as well, all right? You know, have you really looked at it from the other person's point of view? Or are you just looking at it from your point of view? A lot of times when we have arguments with our partners, we're always looking at it from our point of view, how it's affecting us. We're not looking at it how it's affecting the other person. That's why I say you have to, you know, whether it's an argument or a situation or a problem, you have to analyze it from every angle and, and just realize, and, you, and and if you're wrong, you have to own it. You have to own it when you're wrong. It takes a bigger person to say, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, okay, than to just stand your ground. Because I see people all the time that get into arguments with another person and they just are like sitting bull. The other person could sit there and apologize and they don't budge. And it's a shame because relationships are broken up because of this. All right? Because of stubbornness. All right? And and taking small issues that aren't that big of a deal and breaking up over something small. So the whole idea with the coronavirus pandemic, all right, is kind of like almost like a revelation in your brain to think, okay, what's really important in life? Who's really important in life? And is this person, you know, making this this realization the way I'm making this realization that, you know what, we really need to work it out or we really need to be to be together because these things that we were arguing about really weren't that important or that big of a deal 
because now we're seeing things that really are a big deal in life. How life can just change in a split of a second. You know, it's just, life is just unpredictable, you guys. It's unpredictable. So you have to value the important people that are in your life, okay? And, you know, you have to take responsibility yourself. You know, if you haven't really done the right things in the past or you haven't given somebody a fair a fair shot, you know, at, you know, working something out. You have to be able to bend sometimes. In order to work it out with somebody, you have to be able to bend. Now, when I say bend, I don't mean, you know, being a sap or, you know, giving somebody their way all the time. No, not by any means, all right? You always have to, you know, keep your boundaries, what you will accept and what you won't accept. Never lower your boundaries. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you have to reevaluate yourselves and realize, you know, maybe, you know, you didn't see it before, but maybe you weren't 100% right in everything, okay? You have to really evaluate yourself instead of always looking at it the at the other person, all right? But, I mean, if somebody is blatantly, you know, crossing your boundaries, that's a whole nother issue, okay? And that's something that you absolutely shouldn't accept because what you accept is what you're gonna live with, okay? If you're always the person that has to go to the other partner and, and ask for forgiveness, you're setting a precedent where that's gonna happen every time, all right? And they will get used to that. And you're giving that person the power. You're giving the person the power. Now, I'm not saying that if you're, you know, if you're wrong, of course, you should, you know, admit to when you're wrong and bring it up to that person. But, okay, it's got to be a, a mutual blend, all right? Both parties have to be vested. They got to give their time, their energy, all right? This and they have to make each other a priority. Now, if you go to somebody in your past or somebody that you're trying to work something out with, and you just, you know, you tell them, you know, listen, I, you know, I want to work it out with you. I'm sorry for anything I've said in the past or anything like that. And that person will not budge, then you got to let it go. You have to let it go. Okay. You're not going to keep going back and back and back and begging that person because you're giving up your power. And when you give up your power, that person's going to lose respect for you. And when they lose respect for you, that's when you're going to get treated poorly. Remember that, all right? People that are respected are people that are valued, are people that are treated the way they should be treated, all right? So it's kind of trying to work it out with the other party, work it out with your partner, whatever problems that you have with them, all right? And that person should be willing to bend, all right? That person should be willing to bend. And uh, this actually happened to a friend of mine. Uh, her her boyfriend, he's in the military and he happens to be uh, overseas and they had an argument and 
she said something about somebody in his family, which was a big no-no, okay? Needless to say, he kind of just turned off to her. She tried to apologize to him, and he came back at her, and he said, I'm not even reading anything you wrote, all right? So this is just an example, all right? I'm not saying, you know, when you bring up members of somebody's family, okay, it could get very ugly. So by her doing that, he and he's also a very, you know, unbending type of individual. So I I told her, I said, listen, you apologized. Now you have to leave it alone. Okay. Now you have to leave it alone. You can't keep begging and begging and begging. Okay. You said what you had to say. And if that person is vested in you, they will try to work it out with you. Now, there's some people that just won't work it out with you, okay? There's some people that just, that's it. That's the line in the sand. And, you know, their boundaries are very, very strict. If you say anything with regard to, let's say, for example, their family or anything else, you know, they're not going to let you say one thing to disrespect them and then they're out of there. Well, you don't want somebody that's that stringent either, okay? Because if you're in a relationship with somebody and you have a disagreement, and let's just say you say something yet you shouldn't have, okay? And that person is so um, angered and so unbending and just will not, you know, try to talk to you, you have to let it go. You have to let it go because if it's, it could be something bigger later on. How do you know if you weren't married to that person that if you had an argument, they wouldn't walk out on you? You don't want somebody that could just run by some by by just words, okay? Just simple words, all right? You want somebody that you can relate to, all right? And that you could talk to. So I want you to keep that in mind. And I, I want you to do some, you know, deep thinking about your life, what you've been through, um, the relationships that you had. You know, when you're bored, you could make a list of the good qualities in your partner and the qualities you don't like in your partner. Okay, we all know the qualities that we could put on those lists. All right. And think about, okay, how can we change that? How can we bring that up to our partners, all right, in a very nice, kind, tactful way to work together to make things better, all right? You know, we're always trying to improve ourselves and always trying to improve our relationships. And now that we're all going through this coronavirus pandemic, we have to, you know, we have to think about our lives and how to better our lives, all right? Because life is just so fragile and important, all right? And I hope this podcast helps you guys. I hope you all stay safe. Please stay home, okay? The coronavirus is very, very contagious, all right? They talk about the six feet distancing I personally, this is my opinion, I feel it's airborne, okay, and it can linger in the air for a while, all right? That's why it's spread so quickly throughout the world, all right? 
a lot of, you know, they're not really bringing that up as much. They keep talking about the six feet distance, but I've read numerous articles. I read an article from somebody in the New England um, Medicine Journal saying that they've done studies where it could be lifted in the air for three hours. So what I'm telling you is please stay home if you can, if you can, of course. And if you have to go out, definitely wear a mask. I mean, we all should know this already by now, you guys, all right? Because like I said, as far as the United States is concerned, I know that they're pressuring everybody to open up right away. And my friends that are in the medical field are getting ready in the hospitals because they feel the second wave is going to be coming in over here. So just be aware of that. Be safe. Um, you know, take it seriously. All right. Take it seriously because a lot of people lost their lives that didn't take it seriously. All right. Uh, keep, keep yourselves well, drink a lot of water, take your vitamin C. I also, I, I recommend vitamin D, but always know the dosage, ask your doctor. Okay. And just get a lot of rest you know, keep yourself busy and get yourself in a routine as well. You know, it's good to have a routine when you're quarantined at home. Okay, this is what I got to do. You know, you know, whether you're going to do your laundry, whether you're going to read, whether you're going to play a board game with you, whoever you're with, you know, whatever it may be. All right. Stay safe. Do some soul searching and think about things. All right. And I hope everybody is going to, you know, do the social distancing. All right, you guys, be safe. Think about your lives and think about how you can better your lives and make a list of what you really want out of life, okay? And then you could work on, okay, this is what I have to do to get to where I want to get to, all right? You need a plan. You need a roadmap in life, all right? I mean, we can't, we can't figure out exactly how our lives are going to end up but we can kind of have a roadmap as to how we want it to, all right? And that's called planning, all right? So think about it and talk to your partners just so that you could work towards a better you, especially once everything is over with all of this, okay? Take care and be safe. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power and, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. 
okay? And have a great day.